Greetings. Welcome to episode 22 of Dr. Will's Software Project Leadership Podcast, a look at development teams. What does a productive gel development team look like? What does any productive gel team look like? You may as well give up the idea of working on a high-performing team unless you're willing to do what it takes to elevate your team's performance, and that might not be enough. Even if you are willing to do what it takes, does everybody on the team? A development team is not that different from any other kind of team. Let's face it, if a team is going to have a chance of becoming a high-performing team, then it takes an overall commitment to excellence. On a sufficiently dysfunctional team, one person trying hard to lead by example or one voice exhorting the team to work smarter, harder, faster, better will be met with derision. If it's a manager that's doing that, then you can expect passive resistance at best. People have compared development teams to orchestras or better, jazz bands. And some developers do like to think of themselves as artists. But what is different about a development team is that they're supposed to be building a working solution. It is more engineering than art. That creates an environment that is more like an academic department than an orchestra or a jazz band or an athletic team. And we know academic departments are never dysfunctional. Depending on the type of project, the actual development team may be created ad hoc or pulled together from existing staff or some combination of both of those. Unless you're unusually fortunate, we can assume the following. Your team on average will be average. That means that assuming that we have a normally distributed population, 68% of the population will be within plus or minus one standard deviation of the mean. It also means that 84% of the population will be plus one standard deviation above the mean or worse. Now I'm willing to be convinced that our population of developers is skewed towards excellence, of course, but the argument holds that you will not be drawing your entire team from the lofty reaches of engineering excellence. So the job is to take a generally average group of performers and turn them into an above average team. Or as Newt Rockney once said, I don't field my 11 best, I field my best 11. So it takes an above average leader to do that. Many of the arguments for self-directed teams presuppose that the team is above average. An average or below average team will probably fail at self-direction. There are more than a few average and below average performers out there who believe they are well above average or that they are owed self-direction. If you have the time, patience is a virtue. The team should be allowed to start work as it sees fit within bounds. The team's metrics will save you. One of four results can be expected. Metrics are not produced. If the team cannot even reliably collect data and produce process metrics, then it's clearly below average and incapable of self-direction. The metrics may show below average performance. Okay, is there a trend showing improvement? If so, then encourage the team and sustain their ascent. If not, then intervention is needed. The metrics may show average performance. Okay, is that good enough? Again, is the team showing improvement? Keep an eye on things, and if performance slips, then intervene. Finally, metrics may show above average performance. Pop a cork and celebrate. Everybody wins. Next time we're going to talk about building a development team. What kind of group characteristics and dynamics need to be developed. That's it for me, for you, for now. You have a great day and a great week ahead. And be careful out there. I'll be seeing you. Bye.